Welcome to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode. And welcome to another episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Another podcast, Adam, episode 53. 53? 53. Jeez. It's officially older than us. Oh, yeah. Officially. Officially. <laughs> um, but welcome to our podcast, folks. Um, before we get started, make sure you like, follow, subscribe, tweet, tweet, uh, whatever you want to do, at Geek Drink Pod. We're on all major social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Discord, Twitter, TikTok. RememberMyFace.com. RememberMyFace.com. Um, OldGrannyPanties.org. <laughs> Just, just find us. Yeah, we're, <laughs> just find us, please. We, uh, <laughs> we, we, we need help. <laughs> yeah, we do need a lot of help. But we appreciate you guys' comments and feedback. Um, you know, helping give us comments and interviews, whether it's a five star or two star. Um, it, it gets us in the algorithm. It gets us in ear holes, and that's the kind of support we like. Mm-hmm. Being in ear holes. Yes. In in yes. ear holes. No ear. Oh, my holes are off limits. I am an exit only body. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, folks. With that, I won't tell his wife that. Oh, she knows. This is an exit only. There's no on ramp on this facility. She don't like the pegging. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, let us go ahead and talk about our drink of the week. Grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the drink of the week. Alright folks, we're returning to an old classic we've had a few times on the podcast. We're oh, having yeah. the Mexican lager from Lone Tree Brewery. It's a, it's a 5.3, but uh, yeah, they're based in Lone Tree, Colorado. It's a good Mexican lager. Made with malt, hops, water, yeast, and a touch of flaked corn, Adam. Yeah, I think most Clean beers are made with... and easy drinking. Hops and yeast and stuff, but it is very... Did you ever hear about that beer? And Okay, folks, if you don't like um, this kind of talk, plug your holes for a second. Um, <laughs> or hit mute. Did you ever hear about the beer that they were making with human yeast, specifically of the female variety? It's a German company that was like taking yeast from women and using it in their recipe to make beer. That's very gross. Yep. I'm kind of not wanting to drink this beer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is in Germany, and this is a German beer. Well, I did. I thought I sent you a TikTok of like some of the German, um, sort of summertime German beers like they kind of blend like they have like a beer with like blended with lemonade and different things it's the like, thing is on tiktok anymore we now have this so you know obviously we're on tiktok folks and we have some some followers so if you are not a follower on of us on tiktok please follow yeah um because that helps get rid of all the um the most recent follower i had to remove was female supremacy and it was like only fans accounts oh really and i was like mm, remove yeah is a picture of a guy on a leash. Hmm. And I was like, mm, we just need to, to unfollow. Fuck, Matt, is it? <laughs> it's, our, it's our podcast site. It's not even my TikTok. 
It is our it's podcast like, TikTok page. It's like, babe, this is totally not mine. <laughs> I'm not looking at this shit, I swear. All right, well, I'm going to have a drink of beer now because Adam... Um, I'm just fucking with oh, you. I know, but Adam's going to take a sip and I'm going to talk about... All right, cheers, bro. Cheers. <laughs> Enjoy your fermented female yeast. <laughs> That's a Chicano lager. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, now that we've gotten that kind of stuff out of our system, uh, it's time to talk about our topic of the week. What are the geeks going to talk about this week? So this week we are going to... Go down memory lane. Go down memory lane. We are going to... If this was a, as a 90s TV sitcom or 80s TV sitcom, we'd have that wavy doo-doo-doo-doo behind our head as we yeah. remember something as we stare off into the ceiling. But we're talking about nostalgia factor. Yes. In today's current media. Yes, we thought this would be appropriate uh, per last week's episode, um, especially. Yes, we're going to go remember the times Adam was wrong. Why am I Star the one Wars, always wrong? <laughs> Xbox. The I Witcher, have all the consoles. <laughs> the Witcher. The Witcher sucks now. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Sean Gunn and James Gunn are overrated. Did I ever say that? No, I say that. Oh, well, <laughs> good for you. I mean, I just I just like James Gunn's movies. Sean Gunn is his brother yeah. who acts in them, and he's kind of funny, but... And, and funny looking. I just, but that's okay. I just it's not a bad like thing. James Gunn as a director. Like, why, why is it everyone thinks that I'm, like, obsessed with James Gunn? Wouldn't everyone want to think that? Like, Let ever, me. I think I've talked more positively about like Joss Whedon than anyone else. No, but you've talked more positively about James Gunn than eh, anybody else. Well. And then followed by um, Wes Anderson. What if I ever talked Ridley about? Scott. No, Ridley Scott's number two on your list. When have I ever talked about them? Ridley Scott? Yeah, all the time. When? <laughs> Remember Halloween week? Halloween week, we talked about Alien. Uh huh. No, we didn't talk about it, but we... You've talked about Ridley Scott a bit. I've talked about John Carpenter, I think, more than Ridley Scott. Because no. John Carpenter deserves it. <laughs> All right, folks, but this is a nostalgia episode. Yes. So, this is kind of a free-flowing discussion. Yes. Um, where we will discuss kind of our takes on certain aspects of this nostalgia era we're running into, I think. Yeah, it's kind um, of all coming back to me now. Yeah. It's just like Celine Dion. It's like the best way I can the Oh God! You didn't get the joke, I did. did you? I did. <laughs> Took you a minute. Let me let me frame it in this context. It nostalgia episodes like this one are when we have writer strikes and they have to get an episode out. Yes. We're not on strike. We're not in the writers' guild. Any kind of guild. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, we 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 don't but, get paid that much, folks. And so here's a funny here's a fun fact as we dive into the discussion about. Writer strikes and nostalgia episodes. So, in well, first let's start two, off yeah. by saying we totally support the actors and the writers I on their strike. We, we totally do. We support all creatives. Yes, please pay the creative people what they need to be paid. Treat them right. Please do it. Yes. So, I was my fun, my weird fun fact about previous writer strikes and getting episodes out and nostalgia episodes. So in season two, the finale of Next Gen, mm-hmm. the writers were on strike. 
Oh, really? So they made a clip show of hmm. the first two seasons, and Riker's in a coma, and the only way to get out of the coma is to produce positive thoughts. So they replay all the happy moments from the first two seasons. And the alien influence that's trying to keep him under is showing all the negative thoughts he had in the first two seasons. Hmm. Clip shows. Um, so, Adam, what is your just overall take about this nostalgia factor kind of sweeping through um, today's pop culture, today's media? Well, it's interesting. So, I mean, we last week we were talking about the prequel trilogies uh, of Star Wars, and we were... And I, I kind of noticed over the past few years there have been a, kind of this resurgence of people showing a lot more support for the prequel trilogies. Whereas during the time that they came out, they were critically panned. They were enjoyed by teens like. But also like the fans of Star Wars kind of were like, no, this isn't our Star Wars. Um, but... It's like, I think with Stranger Things and a few other shows kind of coming out where they kind of brought back sort of... The 80s? Some, yeah, 80s classic sort of stuff. Um, you're starting to see a huge resurgence of this stuff coming back. And I, I mean, part I, of me is like, I'm okay with it as long as it's good. I think we're towards the tail end of that. I really do. Well, We're not I think there's as... one more season of Stranger Things. Yeah, well, I'm not talking out, about Stranger but... Things. I'm talking about 80s resurgence factor in yeah. media. Because well, um, then they do a remake of like Footloose and yeah, they've done re- they've redone Footloose. They've redone Fame. Fame. They've brought back the Roseanne show. They've yeah. bringing back Frasier. We had the Friends reunion. We mm-hmm. had it, it's this resurgence of nostalgia and pop cultural revivalism. I, I think we're towards. I've heard that much. reference. I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, talking about, and I know if you heard last week's episode, you're like, oh, here they go, Star Wars again. I'm just going to make this quick and brief. And we talked about this briefly earlier too, between you and me before we hit record. I think the the general consensus of people enjoying the prequel trilogy, who when it wasn't as well regarded in the past, I think it is a younger generation than us who this is the first Star Wars they ever encountered. They didn't have much encounters with the the, se- the original trilogy. They had more encounters with the prequel and then got into Star Wars and saw the rest of the of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just my take on it. No, no, I, I completely agree. I think it's a lot of these people that are online saying the prequel trilogy, trilogy is like the best thing ever. It's probably the first time. Like, they were younger than we were. Oh, yeah. This they is weren't eight, brought up on, who were, They yeah. weren't brought up right on, on, they were just the bored after us, Adam. They were, it's not they weren't brought up right. But it's like we watched the original trilogy, and that was our Star Wars, and then we watched this. But then the prequel trilogy came out, and that, that was Star Wars for them. So, I understand, but it's, it is kind of... It's a little bit bizarre that, yeah, it's kind of this whole big thing of like oh let's reference this and go back this and do this it's okay fair enough even like video games are now being remade remastered redone it is a nostalgia factor there's certain things from my teens and young young adulthood that I want to re-experience again Um, Mm -hmm. and I am a consumer of this revivalism media um, you know, Metal Gear Solid is coming out again. Yeah. Um, 
I know you're excited for that one. Star Trek Picard Season 3 was definitely a revivalist season. Of, mm-hmm. Let's just redo, let's have the whole next-gen cast come back and we'll have a new story and, and a new theme, but we're going to bring back these characters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I understand survivalism. I think there's a certain aspect where it's played its course and there are certain medias they should never touch. We talked about this before. Like, I never want to see a remake of Back to the Future. Oh, correct. Yeah. I never want to see a remake of Jurassic Park. Correct. Well, they kind of... No, it, it was a sequel. Jurassic World was fine. The The other two were terrible. Yes. <laughs> I turned off the third Jurassic World film because I was like, this is just awful. I yeah. don't want to waste my time. But there's certain things that are just, I think, ingrained that we don't need to have them again. Harry Potter series. Which apparently they're going to remake. Yes, on Max is a seven-season show, show. Yeah. With every season being a year. Which, I mean, it's kind of fun because you can have more adventures in that universe in terms of... You can Between more, the big but, events and explain yeah. more. But do we need it? And we play oh. Harry. I don't, there's not an actor I know out there, unless it's someone known that becomes a big hit, that is going to be a good Harry. No. I, I just... I don't want it. I mean, at the end of the day, and I guess... If we get into the nostalgia factor a little bit more, yeah, if you go back and you watch the older Harry Potter films, yeah, were they not the best movies ever? No, four was awful. Yeah, they were they weren't great, but they they were doing the best with what they had. Wait, no, four sorry folks. Four was okay. It's the uh Order of the Phoenix I don't like. But Five. Uh, Okay. But Anyway, it's just sort of, for me, it's like, why remake? Why redo? Why do this stuff if it was done pretty solid beforehand? Why? Because studios want to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And they have no creative input that they can do anymore. I don't think it's so much that. I think a lot of it has to do with we want to re-experience these things that made us happy as younger people. But I and just watch Harry Potter again. <laughs> or read the book. <laughs> yes and no. There's some things where it's just like, I want to... Not so much Harry Potter. I think that you can't flesh out Harry's life past the the, the books. I just don't agree if they, there's a way to do that and be faithful. But there are certain things where it's like, I understand from... Let's talk about Roseanne. Not the person, the show. Yeah. Um... She People want to know what happened with, the ser- with her life and her family after the series ended. Mm-hmm. So I understand that's that part of revivalism, revivalism where it's like, let's have these characters come back, set in today's society, and what they're doing now, and maybe how they react to certain things. Um, it's just interesting in that fact. It's not, let's remake Roseanne and have a new cast and new everyone, and we, yeah. we're retelling the same story. We're telling, we're telling new stories with the same characters. Yeah. Is I think where I can get behind some revivalism. Okay. Like, because yeah, I mean, I I liked, I mean, going back to Harry Potter really quick. It's like I like the Fantastic Beast movies. Yeah. Because it was new, set in the same universe, but a new story. Yeah. And it felt nice. It, yeah, we didn't have to talk about Voldemort and Harry and Hermione. Exactly. It was yeah, we brought up Dumbledore, but you, you kind of have to in that universe yeah. a little bit. But it wasn't a Harry story. Exactly. Um, and that's kind of where I feel 
wasn't a fuzzy story either. It wasn't a fuzzy story. Like, <laughs> let's go back to yeah. Let's go back to Back to the Future. A remake, I don't want. No. A sequel, if it was a new story with newer characters, like maybe the kids of Marty and his wife. Like kind of a maybe, soft reboot, almost like almost they, how they reboot. did with like re- Force Awakens, where it was of. like, you have some of the same characters come I don't back. I think but... you need all the same characters. Maybe Doc Brown's a mentor for the first half, and he disappears on another adventure, and you're left to figure shit out on your yeah, own. Yeah, but have like I, but some of the need, same characters, but not all Yeah, I don't not need all to have Marty McFly back and no. Doc Brown have an adventure in that universe. Also, it'd be really hard to get to... Michael J. Fox back. He could, he just can't drive. He's, don't let him put the dates in. Uh, he's very good at uh, making martinis, terrible at stealing tambourines. I think that's a joke he said. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's where I kind of like the revivalist things that are going on in today's media. Um, but you see it all the time now. I mean, look at Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Tell me that is not an 80s movie. Yeah, but it was... I'm not saying it's it bad. Was hilarious. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's it's pervasive its way into all yeah, facets like of the You had uh, the soundtrack was the whatever the main guy from Devo. Yeah, look at I mean Love and Thunder. Not a great Thor movie. Better than the first two, but not as good as the recent one. Correct. I think it uh, from what I understand and like from what I've been reading just in things. Uh, Apparently it was like the production was really rushed, so Taika Waititi did not have time to really develop a script or yeah. an idea for it. Marvel was just like and COVID with the delays yeah. and that, yeah. But it was I just mean, like get it done. I mean, I think. I mean, that's another '80s movie, really in its core. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the soundtracks, obviously, throwbacks for vi- vi- yeah. revivalism, '70s. 60s, yeah, so, 80s, 50s, like all over the place. I get it, and I'm okay with it as long as it's done properly. And exactly. we're not having these reboots and rehashings or retelling of the same story or recasting these characters. And Well, I guess this, this will bring up kind of one of the things I wanted to bring up is like the live action remakes. Of um, Disney? Disney. That's just Disney, let's be honest. I mean, Unless Disney is the, the one that's in the the hot seat right now for that. So, I don't need them. I understand they're doing them so they can keep the copyrights to things. Is that why they're doing I, them? I really or? do think. I think they're doing it like if we want to keep the copyrights or we're going to make a hmm. new one. Um, there's been very few good, good ones. I mean, Jungle Book was decent. Jungle Book was okay. Uh, um, Beauty Lion, and the Beast was, Beauty Beast okay. was good. I enjoyed that one. Um, Lion King. I like did Dan not need... Simmons in it. He who played the Beast. He, yeah, I liked him. But you like Ian McGregor in it? Oh yeah, he played uh, Lumiere. Um, oh yeah, the Lum- the candle. Yeah, guy. and um, I forgot. Ian McKellen was Cotsworth. Yes, 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 but no, but I like Dan Simmons as just yeah, because I think he You're he had beast. a good voice for the Beast and. They did um, it right. They did it good. Yeah. Um, but I'm I, like, I didn't see Aladdin. Didn't see Mulan. Mulan was, was decent because it was actually the story Mulan more faithful to the Chinese story than, than the Disney movie was. So I'll give it credit there. Yeah. Um, I, I did want a Mushu. Let's just be honest. I did Everyone want wants a Mushu. Um, Lion King, didn't need it. Didn't really care for it. Dumbo, haven't seen it. No. Lady and the Tramp, haven't seen it. Uh, they really do... Yeah. I didn't even know they did a live action 
I know right CGI now CGI yeah. mostly. Um, I know they're right now they're in like well, it's not Disney, but it's the actress that's playing the new Snow White's in a little bit of hot water. Who won't like her casting? I, I, it's not about her casting. I think she's. It's just sort of like the way she's been talking mm. about I, stuff. Like she's like, oh, it's not 1934 anymore. We can. We don't need this, and it's like, well, sometimes people want to just have a good love story. Plus, I mean, it is a fairy tale. See, it's not even a Disney story like other ones have been. Yeah, I there's, there's certain ones like I don't need a Moana. I think they they so yeah. There, I think Moana's still on the books, but so the, Lilo and Stitch. I heard that they canceled Lilo and Stitch, which I was actually happy about because I was like, please do not make that into a live action thing. It was perfect. <laughs> No, it's still in development. Really? Yep. God damn it. (laughs) Fucking Disney. But hey, at least Stitch is played by the same character. Yeah, but my thing is... And like, same thing with Moana. I was like, Moana was a beautiful film. Didn't... We don't need a live-action version of it. We don't need a live-action version of Lilo and Stitch. No. We never needed a live-action version of The Lion King or Snow White or... You know, Cinderella or... You know who's playing the uh, the alien doctor in Lilo and Stitch? Uh, who? Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, that'd be entertaining. But I don't need it. You agree? No, I, but I, I I just am like I don't I don't need this. No. in my life, it's like the, and I guess it kind of goes back to this whole thing. Is like, are they just playing on our nostalgia? They like, are. Oh my god! And they're also, I think, reinventing it for a new audience at the same time. Like kids these days are so used to CGI animation and computer generated cartoons they're not they weren't around for the hand drawn stuff that we had as yeah. kids we didn't weren't around for the half hour DuckTales and Darkwing Duck and Chip mm-hmm. and Dale stuff that we got every every day and it was hand drawn by Chip and Dale writers. Rescue Rangers not Chip and Dale's <laughs> no but Chip and Dale I'm talking about just the chipmunks themselves before they even I'm making a joke man. I know I know and I'm watching over <laughs> Um, Adam, just because they said no when you audition does not mean you need to hold a grudge. I will always hold on to this grudge. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Great I'm sorry. Bow tie. I'm sorry. They wanted to name. They want to make you part of the chipettes. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Neither do I. But just imagine that you had to wear a bikini. Okay. Well, I, I just remember the Patrick Swayze, Chris Farley thing from SNL. But uh, so. Let's talk about this in terms of what we like to talk about and that geeky stuff, sci-fi, fantasy kind of things. Was The Hobbit a grab of this nostalgia or was it truly a little before that craze and just a, new, a story he was trying to tell in that uh, universe? I think it was a little before. Okay. Because, I mean, I know they did Lord of the Rings like many years before. It's been 20 years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of, I think it was kind of before this whole thing of nostalgia. Because I think, when I think of nostalgia, it's more like, oh, hey, remember the last Starfighter? We're going to remake it and put it out there again. And Or, hey, you remember the Rocketeer? We're going to remake it and put it out there. That's what I think playing on the nostalgia thing is whereas the hobbit like i think the only 
big film release was a was animated. Yeah. So. And it was a weird collaboration of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings kind of combined into yeah. this three-hour story. Yeah. So, I think... Um, so, so, going back off that kind of thought, you know, we've talked about some franchises that, from nostalgia's sake, they shouldn't redo. There's some I'm looking forward to. Um, on Disney Plus coming out later this year, the revival of the X-Men 97 cartoon series. Could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's going to pick up where it was, and it's going to continue that animation style in the same cast. Well, they have an episode where Wolverine learns the value of Christmas again. That was a good episode. It was terrible. It is terrible, but it is good. It's it's bad. Even good. like when Wolverine finds religion was was a horrible episode. But I understand because it's like, yeah, I was a kid when I watched this. And it was like, okay, this all makes sense. But, but yeah, Wolverine yeah. finding religion or finding... Like, the meaning of Christmas didn't make any sense to me, especially from a character standpoint, yeah. where it's like, okay, Logan would just not give, give two, two shits about any of that, considering he's practically immortal and <laughs> has seen all the people he has loved and cared about die. So, talking about revisions and remakes... Give me five that you've really enjoyed. You don't tell me why, but five things that you've enjoyed that have been redone. Well, uh, I mentioned this in the last uh, last week's episode. Uh, the Star Trek. The 09 J.J. Abrams. <clears throat> yeah, I like that a lot. Okay. I thought that was really good. Um, didn't, like, the second one was okay. It wasn't amazing. Yeah. I thought the third one was really good. I thought the third one was probably the best of the three. Probably, but... It was I, the most Trek Trek. Yeah, it was... It was closer to Trek, as you can get. Um, ugh, remakes. And it could be video games. It could be media of any sorts. Oh, it's hard, because, I mean... And, and I was going to bring that up as kind of my hot take, but um, I think uh, they did a really good job a uh, long, long time ago. The galaxy um, far, far, far away. Yes, yes. Uh Back on the original Xbox, they did uh, Conqueror Live and Reloaded. So it was a game called Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. Yes, I remember that. I loved that game so much. Um, Came out originally on the N64. um, And then, yeah, Microsoft had purchased Rare and uh, released a thing called Conqueror Live and Reloaded where you could... It yeah. was kind of updated graphics and, uh, like, had some online play. I didn't really do the online stuff, but a lot of fun. Uh, Master Chief Collection, where it's all the Halo games that are kind of remastered. I think they did a really good job with those, because it's just kind of taking the same structure and just being like, eh, we buffed it up and it looks nice now. Um, How was that, Adam? They buffed it up. It looks nice now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's all I can think of right now. What about you, Matt? What do you got? Um, so, you know, I think, obviously I agree with you. I think the Star Trek reboots were, were decent. There's some, some hiccups there, especially in the second one. Um, I've talked about it before. i talked about it again. Picard Season 3, I think, was a great kind of, not reboot, but... 
revision, revision and, and bringing back the original cast. Um, mm-hmm. I would say I really did enjoy... Oh, what was it? It was a remake. Um, All right, come on. What you got for me? Let me know. Oh. Characters, people oh, in it. Oh, Battlestar Galactica. Oh, on, no. I, know. I did enjoy that. That remake and, and re revision of that series was... I think really good. They're talking about doing it again, which I'm not sure how I feel about that. We'll Barf. see how that comes. Um, I mean, that, those are the ones that really stand out to me. I do enjoy the X-Men First Class and X-Men Days of Future Past movies. Kind of, It all fell off from there. there but... Yeah, of course it did. But I'm just saying those two were decent. Were good yeah. at re- kind of reviving this, the franchise and the series. Yeah. But yeah, the apocalypse is where it Shat the bed. No, it started to shat the bed, and then it really finished during Dark Well, Phoenix. it shat the bed during Last Stand. Like, completely, it just... <laughs> and then they were like, okay, we're going to do First Class, and then we're going to do Days of Futures Past. And you're like, oh, that's really great. Oh, Brian Singer's back. Apparently, he's a creeper. But I was like, oh, these are good films. And then Apocalypse came out, and I'm like, this is terrible. How can they fuck up Jean Grey's story, twice? story multiple times? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I'm like, we've given you so many ch- so many chances, <laughs> but you keep messing it up. But you keep having issues. Yeah. Well. Anyway, but yeah, so that was all right. I mean, but yeah. Anything else you got? Um, that's all I can think of on that front. Okay. But, you know, I just... I guess if we think of anything else, or if you... The audience think anything, let us know. Leave I a just, comment. I, I, I want to part on this piece before we get into Geek Wreck of the Week. In terms of nostalgia and, and where it goes from here in today's society, you know, I think there's a fine line that, we need, that consumers need to have, and I think and producers and media need to have. I think... As a consumer, you know, obviously enjoying this while you have it. Because we may not have it again. We may not, we may go 20 years before we see the cycle come back. Yes. Um, but just not demand all these things when they come back. Not demand that we have rehashing and retelling these stories. And there's some stories I think we just need to let it lie. Mm-hmm. There's some, some films and some video games and some TV shows out there where it's like, I don't need any more. Like if they decided, hey, Adam, let's make Happy Days again. Let's not. We've jumped a shark once on that show, literally. Oh, That's where the, the phrase yeah. came from. <laughs> so, I just think there's going to be a certain point where we need to say enough is enough. And as a, as a if you're a, a producer of this kind of media and you are someone who creates this content, have some reverence and respect for what you're creating. And, mm-hmm. and understand that it should be twofold. It should be there to not only bring in a new audience... But also appease the existing audience, and that's going to be really hard to do. And you said it brilliantly when we talked about Star Wars prequel trilogy, and people saying, "Well, this is not my Star Wars." Mm-hmm. You hear that a lot in that franchise. You hear that a lot in the Star Trek franchise. This is not the Star Trek I grew up with. Yeah. Oh, you hear it all the time with but the new Trek. Yeah. yeah. And here's my my comment to all you people: deal with it, because. <laughs> They're making this media. I know you're gonna you're gonna be like, what the hell? No, I'm I'm I <laughs> I, I, I actually I, like so for I'm not a big Trek person. Yes. Like I I like the 
original series. I like the original series movies. I like Next like Gen. I like, I like Voyager. Didn't really get into Deep Space Nine, but... The best of the series. But I, I'm i just yeah going from that, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, and the reason I say deal with it is because... And me and Megan talked about this on, on the Star Trek episodes. They have to... If the media was remade over and over and over again, this is the same thing, rehashed for 53, 56, whatever it is, years for Star Trek, almost 60 now. It gets boring, it gets old, and you're going to lose people. Mm-hmm. You're not going to attract that new audience. Star Trek, Star Wars, all these franchises have to evolve. They have to be able to tell new stories. Whether you think it fits with what you want Star Trek to be or Star Wars to be at all, it needs to grow and change because consumers are changing. People are changing. What these people want in the media is changing. So you have to be able to give a little bit of what the old people want, a little bit of what the new people want, and find that fine balance. And that's a hard thing to do. I'm not saying it's Oh Easy, no! I mean, watch but... what happened. Like I was, like when you mentioned that, I've I've been dancing over here because <laughs> Matt brought up a great point. Like if you look at the prequel or the sequel trilogy of Star Wars, it's like okay, like people generally liked Episode Seven, seven, seven. <clears throat> but then Episode Eight came around, and the studio took what we would call in the business. A gamble, trying to do something new, do something different. Did it pay off? Not so much. But that's kind of what where I'm like, okay, they at least tried to do like bring the series into new territory. Yep. And then it didn't work out, so they tried to like severely pull <clears throat> back. We're gonna write the ship, <laughs> but. No, I'm. I, that's kind of my thing. Is it's just like I'm. I'm okay with people trying something different, trying something new. Um, I guess. I mean, this was kind of gonna be my hot take. Are we ready for that? I don't or? think we need these hot takes. Just bring in what you want to bring in. Okay. Well, I was just gonna ask. Like, what do you think? Should like, what would you like to see come back? Um, <laughs> we've, we're getting. Metal Gear back, which is fine. I want to see the fourth one redone. I do. Because um, I think it's the best. The fourth the best Metal, Gear, Metal Gear, so. Yeah. That's Guns of the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. I never got to play that one because oh, it only was on PlayStation on the, 3. The best consoles. Look here, mister. I have a PlayStation. But you didn't have a PlayStation 3? I did not have a PlayStation or two. 3. Nor a 2. Or a 4. I, I do have a 4. Did you have a 4? Yeah. No. Well... I had a four and then I got a five. <laughs> That's fine. But anyway, but so you would like to see. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see. Um, I Star Trek's already doing what I want it to do. I wish they'd come back to DS9 again, but that's here nor there. You know, I'm pretty content with everything that's on the slate. There's nothing out there I think I really want to see. I want to redo or, or have again. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Well, it's weird because it's like, yeah, would I like, and I know we were kind of mentioning about this a little bit, like, would I like something like more Firefly? Yes. Do I think they could do it? No. no. <laughs> One, Ron Glass, has, Ron Glass has passed away. It's very sad. Um, it And also... Joss Whedon is in this 
whole hullabaloo going on right now. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of hard um, to kind of get into. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see like another Conquer mm-hmm. game would be fun. I mean, it was a goofy kind of meta game before meta was really a thing. Um, and we're not talking about the platform. We're talking about like <laughs> the idea of it. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see something like that. I'd love to see like, yeah, re- like do a next gen like update for Halo 3 or any of those would be fantastic. I know they've been kind of I guess could you call it retconning now that they're doing like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, no, Modern I think Warfare 3 remakes. again? No, it's just remakes. Because they're different stories. They are, but they're not like redoing the stories. I think it's just new stories. Yeah. Just... I mean, some of the characters still show up, like Makarov and Price and yeah. Soap and all that. But um, but yeah, no, those are kind of some of the things I, I was, I'd be kind of interested in seeing. Um I, d- I just don't think like for me I'm personally I'm just kind of like I don't want to see a lot of remakes reboots yeah I agree. redones I, think... I just am okay with like I don't want them to remake Blazing Saddles no guys I don't or, want them or yeah it's like just leave it leave it as it is I it's... agree alright folks well that wraps up this part of the discussion Adam do you have a to jump into our geek wreck of the week so here we go it's time for the geek wreck of the week what are the geeks going to recommend What's your geek wreck this week? Uh, so I know I recommended this um, a long time ago, but uh, my girlfriend and I are replaying it again. Uh, Hogwarts uh, Legacy. It's a amazing game. Definitely recommend checking it out. I hope they release some DLC. Hope they announce a sequel or something. But it's a game with a lot of depth. And when we were kind of talking about the Harry Potter, like, reboot or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, well, this is a game that does sort of the same thing, but makes it, like, it's a new story. It's a new time. It's different. And so, definitely check that one out. Um, Also, I guess if you're on the nostalgia kick and you have an Xbox uh, and you have Game Pass... Uh, check out the um, Rare Replay game. It's a compilation of a bunch of Rare's kind of classic games from the N64 game period and forward. Um, so you get to play games like Banjo-Kazooie and Perfect Dark and all okay. that. So, um, yeah, if you're feeling nostalgic, check them out. It's a it's a fun little thing, and especially if you have Game Pass, it's free, and you can just download it, play what you want, 
some of some of these games don't play as well as you think they do, but hey, <laughs> you can give it a go. All right, fair enough. What about you, Matt? Uh, so you know, my geek record this week um, is going to be musically related. Ooh, um, kind of on a nostalgia kick, going back to and I sent you the the, the group the other day on on Apple Music, the Dunwells. Um, it's a British band. Um, their new stuff I'm not a huge fan of because the band's kind of diverged and broken up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the first album is phenomenal. Okay. Um, so I've been jamming out to that again. But uh, if you, I, I recommend giving them a, a listen to um, their first album, Blindsided Faith. Um, I think it's a great album and a good freshman album. Yeah. We should do more musical stuff yeah. on here. <laughs> you always bring it up as a rec, especially since you're going to a concert tonight. Yeah. I'm going to go see uh, Glenn Hansard from The Frame. So. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, tonight is relative. Yeah, it's last week when this episode comes out. <laughs> Correct. Um, but thank you guys for joining in episode 53, the Nostalgia Tour. Yep. Um, we want to thank you guys for listening. Make and sure you like, subscribe. Left. And what? on your left, you'll see more nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> and on your right, old shit. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. And make sure you give us a follow, comment, like, subscribe. All that good stuff. Yeah, let us know what yeah. you guys are nostalgic about. And, like, we we might check it out. Yeah. We're at Geek Drink Pod on all social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Discord, Facebook, uh, Trick Talk. Trick Trick Talk and all things past. <laughs> We're even on, you know, I forgot to mention, it is a nostalgia episode, so we are also on MySpace right now. Oh, there you go. Memories. And, and four squares. What was that Google one they tried to do? (laughs) I don't remember, but we're there too, probably. But thanks for listening, folks. We hope you guys have a great Geek Week. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye. been another episode of the have a drink with some geeks podcast all content copyright geek drink pod 2023